today, as we come and we decide what we're going to do and we take the Word of God and we break it open, huh? We need to sit there and hear, first of all, realize who we are. And before we end, uh, do that, today's gospel is Mark chapter 1, huh? Mark 1, 45 and following. It's the very beginning of the gospel of Mark. It's a long, long chapter, though, huh? And it's about the healing of the leper. This is also introduces in Mark's gospel the messianic secret. The messianic secret is a lot of times, especially in Mark, Jesus heals somebody or he does something, he casts out a demon and says, now don't go tell anybody. And what do they do? They tell everybody. But the reality was is he didn't want people to follow him because of what they got from Jesus. And so often that's how he followed Jesus. Okay, Jesus, gimme, gimme, gimme. You know, Lord, and that's, you can always tell the people would fall away or not because we're just in our relationship with Jesus because what he does for me, then as soon as I get mad at him or as soon as things don't go my way, I say, okay, enough, and I leave. Huh? I've seen it happen lots of times. You know, as soon as the church doesn't want the way I like it, go. I say, get, go ahead. As soon as Jesus doesn't do it, you know, he isn't nice to me anymore, well, I'm leaving Jesus. Go, get, go ahead. I mean, we got to sit there and stop coming for Jesus for everything he wants to do for me. And if he doesn't do it for me anymore, I get mad. Well, good. If we come before Jesus, what do we say? Whose will be done? Thy will be done. Whatever you want, almighty God, I will thank you. I'm not only not get mad at you, I will thank you for your will in my life. And that's the messianic secret. That Jesus made it clear, don't go telling everybody because then people are going to only come to me to get what they want. And that's not what Christ is about. We come to Jesus to enter into a relationship of love. We get, we receive, and we give. It's a relationship, huh? And so let's begin today with the leper. Here in verse 45, it says, uh, verse 40, I'm sorry, I'm wrong. A leper approached him with this request. First of all, we got to know who we are. And the first thing we got to acknowledge is that each of us here has leprosy. Each leprosy is different. Each of our leprosy is either sinful. You know, we have sin. I do. I can tell you right up front, your priest has leprosy of sin. It can be leprosy of physical infirmity, meaning that there's something physically wrong with you. You know, there's an illness in your heart, in your life. It could be a leprosy of a, psycho a psychological problem, an emotional problem. It could be depression. It could be anxiety. It could be fear. A number of anxieties in that regard. It can be just a lack of trust. You know, a spiritual, a spiritual leprosy where I, I have faith, and yet I still struggle with really trusting God for everything. So each of us can fill in that blank. It can be a leprosy of not being in right relationship with people, it can be a leprosy of fill in the blank, whatever it is. Every one of us here comes today with some type of leprosy. And so what do we do? We first acknowledge that. And then what does the leper do? Kneeling down. He made an act of humility. Knowing that first of all, I need it. And then knowing that the person who can give it to me, the healing that I need. And that's our Lord Jesus Christ, huh? And so here, it's not just about what happened 2,000 years ago to a nice leper and who went running to Jesus. What is about the gospel, the good news, is about what happens today 
with a church full of lepers and what we do before our Lord Jesus today and what he does for us. Huh? That each of us comes before Jesus acknowledging our leprosy and humbling ourselves before him, we say, Jesus, I am a leper and I humble myself before you because you're the only one that can do anything for me. It's real today. Again, so often we let things be in the history of the church, what happened 2,000 years ago, and we don't allow the reality of things to hit me today. So it's happening right now. The same Jesus Christ that was on the earth and met as this leper, the same Jesus Christ is truly here before us in the Blessed Sacrament. And when this really begins to sink in the side of me, that right now I am before our Lord and our God, Jesus Christ, that he's here, present before us in the Blessed Sacrament, wanting to reach out to us, wanting to enter in a relationship with us more and more faithfully and fully. And that's why the first thing you do when you come into a church and here, which we talked about the last couple of weeks, what do you do the very first thing? You genuflect. You make an act of humility before the God of the universe who humbles himself before us here in the Blessed Sacrament. So each of us do that, huh? Then let's see what happens. Let's go on. Then he makes an act of faith. He says, if you will to do it, you can cure me. How about us? Do you believe in all your heart that if God wants to heal you, he can do it? And I know 99% of the people here say, well, of course, Father. <laughs> the next line is the problem, though, huh? But you feel maybe, well, that he just doesn't want to. Maybe you're not worthy. Maybe he has other plans for you. But here the man says, if you want to, you can cure me. And if everybody here, we could all say that. If you want to, Jesus, you can cure me. Well, of course. But most of us don't think that he, he, wants, a, that he wants to, does it? He wants me to suffer. <laughs> He wants me to learn humility. And we get all these things about all the reasons why Jesus doesn't want to heal you. I'll bet you if you wrote it down, you'd be able to tell me more reasons why Jesus doesn't want to heal you as opposed to why he wants to heal you, huh? But again, I think that we all make that act of faith, but we don't reach out in that faith. We believe it can heal us, but we think that he doesn't want to heal us. And I don't know where that comes from. But it's someplace deep into our church and deep into our hearts anymore. That yes, God can do anything, but he doesn't want to in my regard. But let's look at what Jesus says here to the person. Moved with pity, Jesus stretched out his hand, touched him and said, I do will it. Or in another place, of course I do. Be cured. That we got to know that we're here and that Jesus wants to reach out and heal you. Of course I do want it. I do will it, he says. I do want you to be whole. I do want you to be whole. And so if you and I are faithful in acknowledging our sinfulness, acknowledging our leprosy, acknowledging our illnesses, acknowledging whatever it is in our life that we call leprosy, and we make the act of humility first, and then we make an act of faith that you can do it, then we got to hear what he says. Yes, I do will it. And then we got to embrace the word of the Lord for me today. Of course I do. And then it says right there, the leprosy left him then and there, and he was cured. Jesus wants to reach out and heal the leprosy 
right now in your life if you would make that act of humility and an act of faith. Of course I will it. I do will it. Be pure. Today, I invite you to let the God of the universe who's present here secure you and to believe in that and to claim it. You got it? You get it? Good. May each of you know his love today and forever. Amen.